Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's up, gamers? Welcome to episode five of Game Talk. I am Jeremy, and I am joined by Victor. Hello. Juan. Hello. And returning is Talon. Hey. How's everyone doing today? Reasonably well. Awesome. (laughs) Doing really good. Excellent. So what's everyone been playing lately? Let's start with you, Victor. Okay, well, uh, I did play a, a, a short amount of Dark Souls 3. Uh, it's quite pretty. Did you um, did you buy it? Is, I'm sorry? Did you buy the game? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. I didn't know if anyone uh, is doing Gamefly or anything like that. No, I, I thought about Gamefly once a long time ago, but... Uh, but no, um, I plunked down my sixty dollars, um, and uh, you know, it's hard. <laughs> um, as sometimes it's hard for the sake of being hard, uh, and sometimes I wish that <laughs> you could save and as you go along, you didn't have to go to the bonfires and all that. But uh, <laughs> it, you know, uh, ultimately, I find it just pretty look at and fun for a while but uh just impossible after a certain Mm -hmm. amount of time so i have to rather than rage quit and destroying things in my (laughs) living room i i uh, i have to just stop have you played Um, other dark souls and well i've talked about the uh, i played bloodborne some Mm -hmm. um i that game i didn't honestly find it quite as hard as uh Dark Souls Three, um, that game I found just became insufferable in the environment. It is just so over the top, you know, dark, gothic, Victorian, mm-hmm. Lovecraftian, and it just starts getting depressing. Uh, <laughs> so I stopped playing that. I, you know, I, I don't mind as long as I get a few hours of good enjoyment. I don't mind plunking down sixty bucks uh, for that. You know, sure. it's, it's 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 all good. Um, Dark Souls 2, I have ranted about before. I won't get into that again, but uh, I had it for the PC, and it's just a, the, the port is a piece of shit. So mm. I just never, never, uh, never got very far with that. 
but I have been playing Firewatch, which uh, oh. um, I just I just got a, I bought a new game gaming desktop last week. Uh, so I've been setting it up and and playing a bunch of games. And Firewatch just would not play on my laptop, even though it's a very beefy machine uh, and uh, can play. A fairly well modded and ENB ridden uh, Skyrim, uh, it just would not play Firewatch. It was just you know like ten frames a second or some ridiculous thing like that. Wow! Uh, so um, I downloaded it to the new PC and and it runs beautifully, smooth as butter. So hmm. uh, I've I've got into that a couple of hours and it's a lot of fun. It's a it's a walking simulator in a lot of ways and sort of just a um, an adventure game, I guess you could class mm-hmm. it as. Uh, you know, sort of a mystery, a building mystery. It's fun. And the art style is, is nice, um, very colorful. Yeah, I uh, I had contemplated getting it, so I'm interested, very interested in what you have to say. Yeah, um, I, I would say from what I've played so far, I would, yeah, it's it's reasonably priced, right? It's not it's not a $60 game. No, I think um, it's, what, 15 uh, or 20 bucks on PlayStation Network? Something like that, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I even contemplated, um, you know, buying it for the PlayStation um, because I was so frustrated with it on the laptop. But, <laughs> but instead, I spent, you know... Uh, <laughs> Oh, you know, seventeen hundred dollars to put it to play it on my <laughs> on a new PC. <laughs> I could have spent twenty bucks on the PlayStation, but no. Uh, so, uh, uh, but anyway, it's a good game. Awesome. Um, I'm trying to think of what else I've played lately. I downloaded a bunch of stuff that that I hadn't uh, played in a while. Uh, Devil May Cry. Uh, has anybody played those games? A little bit. Uh, I'm not too much into the act, the the anime action oriented games. I just, uh, uh, I don't know the huge swords and the the big the the big breasts and stuff like that just gets to me. Yeah, I guess so. You know, um, it's 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 refreshing. It's a change from the kind of game I usually play. So uh, I'm kind of enjoying it. You know, it's just so it's all about you know. Uh, button sequences and and moves mm. and things like that. And, uh, See, it's jump. probably because I suck at things like that. I just button sequences are so hard for me. Happen, you know, like climbing up something and then hit Y, hit X, mash A. Yeah, yeah, that's though that sort of level, especially if it's like a, a you know a quick time uh, event kind of thing. That I kind of drives me crazy too. But you know, when you have to sort of remember to do you know. Tap, tap, pause, tap, 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 uh, and uh, that that's not bad. It's a, it's a good, you know, it's almost like a fighting game, I guess, um, uh, in that regard. Uh, I find that easier for me personally than the Dark Souls level of memorizing, you know, a boss's moves and things like that and having to dodge and roll. Um, mm-hmm. uh I have, I'm sort of, you know, a, you know, with my somewhat older reflexes and I was always kind of a, a clencher slash panicker, you know, all my <laughs> life. so when, when I get into like situations like that, I just, you know, clamp up and, and, uh, freeze. And then of course I die. Um, so, uh, um, but yeah, I'm kind of enjoying it. It's sort of a reboot. The devil may cry. Uh, it was the, the, the latest one with Dante. He's all remade and everything. It looks, it's a great looking game. Um, and he's got all kinds of snarky attitude, which is fun. Um, so, so I'm kind of enjoying that. 
but that's about it for me. I, I, I may think of something else later, but I haven't. That's about all I've played besides, you know, catching up on Fallout 4, which I hadn't played in quite a while. And uh, and now that I have a beefier desktop rig, um, I'm pimping out my Skyrim even more. <laughs> so I've, <laughs> I've been playing with that a lot. So. Nice. Uh, Skyrim on the PC definitely just increases the playability of that game. And, oh, yeah. And the repeatability. Totally. Yeah, uh, totally. Any Bethesda game is better. Honestly, not to be you know PC snob or anything, but they really are better on PC than they are on consoles in terms of just widening your scope with the oh. games. Oh yeah, yeah. I think um, the modding community does a really nice job, from what I've seen um, of all the Skyrim stuff. I wanted to do it for um, Oblivion, but I can't. I, I'm I have a hard time with the um, keyboard and mouse, so I'm trying to get a. Uh, Xbox controller to work, and I can't seem to do it. Um, oh, yeah. so that's where I'm kind of. But I mean, I, I, I guess that's one advantage of just having been a PC gamer pretty much my entire, you know, the possibility of of my life or whatever started yeah. really early. You know, I uh, went through from you know keyboard controls to mouse look and everything like that. I was so used to that right. that kind of uh, system that it feels it feels totally natural to me but I, I i totally understand coming from the other direction coming from a controller and trying to get a pc get a keyboard and mouse to work i mean i think if, if i if i maybe if i got like a dragon age or some some of those types of games that i used to play in the past well um dragon age i didn't play on the pc but i did play like baldur's gate and baldur's gate 2 on the pc and that was and i had gotten used to it and then um like mist i also played on it on the on there and it was it's kind of a top view and i think that might actually work a little bit better with the um with the uh, board keyboard and mouse for me probably yeah yeah what about you Juan? what have you been playing uh let's do somebody else because i've only been playing one game all right <laughs> more than anything else and it's a long conversation for that <laughs> all right we'll get to that in a second and talon looks yeah. like he's he's muted so i will i uh i picked up two games this week one of which was ratchet and clank the new oh cool reboot on oh, ps4 I, I haven't played those in forever i used to love them though it I only I only played a few hours of it at most, and it's it's a ton of fun. I mean, it's Ratchet and Clank. It's I didn't play the original ones. I just kind of played what when the PS3 one came out. So this is kind of a retelling of that story, but uh, kind of sorta. I think it's eighty percent the original, and then twenty percent new content and things like that. And it's it's a ton of fun. It looks. You know, it looks like a Pixar movie, and it's it's a ton of fun. The leveling and upgrading the weapons, and you know they have crazy weapons and stuff all the time. So, <laughs> downloaded that yesterday, and that's that's basically why I didn't play so much because it was downloading. And <clears throat> <laughs> you're good on the PS4. Yes. Yeah. It's is it a PS4 exclusive or yes? Or, uh, yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, PlayStation exclusive, and then. The other game I picked up, which I was really hoping would have been delivered by now, was ESO. Uh, bummer. I, uh, after talking to you guys about it the other night and then seeing that PlayStation Flash sale, 
which I think the $100 one was $40 on PlayStation right now. Uh, it was... I was... uh had a lot Very of thinking tempted. to do. Yeah. <laughs> and luckily I looked at Amazon and they had ESO for the Xbox One for $28. So I paid for the next day shipping, so that should be here at some point today and I can start my my character and all that i was going to ask you Juan, is there anything i need to know when i start my character like if at some point well at some point i'd like to play with the rest of you guys is this is do you have to pick servers or anything like that or no uh there's just two servers there's north america and the europe i should be good then yeah that's easy (laughs) enough um north america's um pretty much even a lot of people from uh like australia will do the north america as well okay um i think just because there's so many more i I assume there's a lot more people since i'm not on on the european Mm -hmm. uh, server and you get to pick that though it 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 asks you where you're located so yeah you go you can go ahead and do that so like if colin were to get it he'd be able to he could he could get the North America server as well to be able to play with us, or would he be yeah. able to play with us either way? Uh, you uh, would think it'd be either way. No, I think if you have the um, if you get on the European server, then you're not, you're not able to to play with anybody on the uh, U.S. server. Okay. Um. So yeah, I'm, I was really hoping it would have been here. Usually. The mail get, brings it at a early early enough hour where it it's disturbing. Where I'm sitting on the couch and I'm, who the f is opening my my side door? <laughs> a couple times it's kind of scared me. Like is someone get, yeah. trying to break into my house? Is that FedEx <laughs> or um... no? It's USPS. Oh really? Yep. I didn't know they delivered on Sundays. They have a. As far as I know, they have a contract with Amazon to do it. Oh, so well, if that's you cool. and there's only certain items, or I shouldn't say certain items, but not every time I order something from the toilet on a Saturday morning do I have the <laughs> option to have it delivered the next morning or next day. It's, it's also reg, regional. I, I know my son lives down in, near Tampa, and I can get. In fact, I just did it, uh, for today. I delivered something to him, but it, it doesn't work here where mm. I live. Um, just about an hour and a half from me, Amazon built a huge warehouse right off the freeway in Kenosha. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, that could, that could probably yeah. Be it. Yep. And it's massive. But Yeah, I think we have one uh, pretty close to us as well. But when they build the Amazon warehouse, and even when they, I don't know, sign the contract to do it, then all of a sudden all of my... Amazon purchases had sales tax. <laughs> of course. Mm-hmm. Well, they 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 generally do anyway. And by the way, Jeremy, it's it's a fulfillment center. It's not oh. a warehouse. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My apologies <laughs> to Jeff Bezos if he's listening. It's a giant building that holds stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's oh. it is impressively large. So, but. Again, that kind of anticlimactic. Climactic. I'm just waiting on that to to get here so I can. Uh, how 
Is, I'm assuming this is Skyrim-esque as far as character creation. Um, no, <laughs> no, it, it is it is a little bit different um, because um, in the beginning you actually start with pretty much nothing. Um, you're a prisoner in a cage and you don't have any skills. Um, and you every every time you level up. You get a skill point. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also um, kind of Fallout ish for perks. Yeah, and there's these things called um, sky shards in in the world, where if you find three of them, um, then that gives you a skill point as well. Oh, and also certain. Uh, it seems like like the main quest line will give you perk points uh, when you complete. Uh, when you get to a certain point in that quest, you'll you'll get perk points as mm, well. Okay, um, and that's true for a lot of the different um, a lot of the different uh, main quest lines, like the Thieves Guild. I found that I've, uh, I complete a few quests, and there's one that Cicern gives me uh, skill point, and then I can go ahead and I can um, put those skill points towards any skills that I want um, for crafting. Um, you have to build up your alchemy skill to build up certain level of um, uh, for chemistry. It's uh, how how high of a level of a um, potion you can make or mm. poison, whichever one you decide. And for like for armor, um, if when you start out, um, they you can you sit there and you you uh, you make armor for your character and like let's say the first first tier is like uh, makes like armor from level to 1 to 12 or whatever 1 to 10 and it's this type of material so um, usually the, the first one is already given to you and um, let's say you're finally like a level 16 character and you want to build the next the next tier of armor for your character or whatever um then you have to uh put points into that and craft it for for crafting yourself Mm. um there's also certain traits that you can put on on armor like um extra spell damage or spell uh spell damage resistance and stuff Mm -hmm. like that and if as you kind of go around the world, you sometimes will find armor on bodies while you're looting. There's um, there's treasure chests or chests around the world that'll kind of randomly appear. You can pick the lock, and there's stuff in there. And what you can do is you can either deconstruct it, or you can um, see go into uh, go to a crafting station, go to your little research and see if um, it's something that you need to learn. Okay. And if it is, you can sit there and just say research it, and then uh, it'll take X amount of time to research it, depending on how many traits you have for that for that particular thing. And once you once you know it, then you can go ahead and build it. Um, there's all sorts of different tempers, so you can make um, stuff a lot more powerful. Um, and and that's stuff that you'll you'll see as you kind of go along. Mm-hmm. What about you, Talon? What have you been playing? Well, of course, I've been playing Fallout 4 uh, recently since the beta that added uh, uh, with the creation toolkit so we can do mods in-game instead of through something like Nexus Mod Manager, 
which I was using, but some of them weren't working. And then I found out it's because if you have, uh, if you opt in for beta content, a lot of the mods won't work through Nexus Mod Manager. Hmm. So that was kind of angering. And um, so now that we have that, I've been using all kinds of mods and I'm just trying to get the load order right. Uh, I added a lot of the crafting ones uh, for settlements because I'm going crazy on a settlement. Uh, I love it. It's super cool. So I've been adding a lot of items to that, but some of my, uh, the DLC for Wasteland Workshop, some of the items from that have been showing up because there's a limit to how many items can be in your, uh, that you can craft. So trying to get that right. But uh, I also just got, um, uh, they have the test servers for H1Z1. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And um, both of them, I got both the test servers, one for Just Survive and one for King of the Kill. I'm not much of a PvP person, so I haven't played as much of King of the Kill, and I've been playing a lot of Just Survive. And let me say, the hype is real. Really? It, oh, I love it. it the, the graphics and the mechanics, graphics are a little uh, uh, shoddy, um, and I play on ultra quality. Uh, that's every game and uh but as big as a game as it is and the kind of game that's kind of expected they're good enough but the gameplay is so fun on just survive the fact that you don't know where you're at on your map and your map is literally a hand-drawn map so it's not detailed it's like it really looks like something that someone would have drawn post-apocalyptic kind of thing and it's like a like a graph so there's squares like there's c9 and stuff and that's the only way you know where you're at and each one of those squares are huge it takes five ten minutes to get from square to square and this this map is ridiculous and you literally start with nothing but a t-shirt shoes and pants and you can only carry so much stuff and there's crafting in my first 30 minutes in game i could not find a weapon and you can't just i tried and you can't just beat a zombie to death they will kill you so (laughs) It really makes the game scary. Like, I was... It's intense. I found a uh, motel uh, and a gas station, Hawthorne gas station. I, I had... There are zombies outside, so I was sneaking through trying to find anything because you have... Hyd- it's almost like a survival mode. You have hydration and hunger, comfort, uh, energy, things like that. You got to sleep uh, when you get tired. And so not only am, at the time I'm looking for food to make sure that I, I don't starve to death, but I'm trying to find a weapon because I'm just terrified that these zombies are going to hear me. And then there's also other players that can run around and kill you. And, uh, I finally did find a weapon. It was a little knife almost destroyed, but, uh, it worked for the most part in the crafting. And it's really cool. I eventually crafted a bow and, uh, it's a really cool game. Uh, it's not my typical kind of game. I love zombie culture kind of things. So I was excited to try it, and uh, it's it's really fun. I would recommend it to just about anybody, depending on the kind of games they play. Um, but if you like that kind of survival thing, if you're into like survival mode on Fallout 4 and you like zombies, uh, I, I definitely recommend it. Um, it's slated for full release because it's still an early access game. It's slated for full release on PC and consoles uh, summer of 2016. So... Hmm. Uh, you might look out at it for there for people like uh, Juan, who's a, a console gamer. Um, so, 
but yeah. but you 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 can still even in your just survive mode you can still get griefed by people or or is it oh yeah so in yeah. just survive that just takes the fun out of it for me i just i just like somebody just running around killing killing people. anybody they can yeah that's just it's, fucked yeah, up frankly because in just survive you can build like a settlement that you know like a base basically and what some people do on every single server is they build this big base with like two or three four or five people so that they never because when you die you lose everything and so you know they have all the best gear they have all the best stuff and they just never die because they travel around together and they just gank you know yeah. it happened to me twice where i'm out and i've been playing for and it's really frustrating because you'll be playing for about an hour and a half and i finally just got like i found a gun and some ammo, and I'm like, all right, I'm, you know, I'm unstoppable. I'm gonna knock these zombies out. And then, you know, you're 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 just out and about, and all of a sudden, bam, you're dead. You know, yeah. you got shot, shot and killed by some, you know, DB that didn't want to take the time to find out who I really am. Find out that I'm a nice guy, and he should. <laughs> and yeah. and, he, and he's already got all kinds of gear. It's not like he needed to shoot me for my my crappy gun. Right. Yeah. I actually had something like that happen in the dark zone this week. I or yesterday I was just running through trying to level up and I had I didn't have anything that could be extracted, so got killed, went respawn, came back and they were waiting for me right outside the door. Killed me again. Oh, four of them. Then respawned and I could standing at the door I could see their player bar that they were standing out there again. I'm like, are you kidding me? I don't have anything. What is the point of killing me? So you can get a thousand Dark Zone credits? You can go kill someone to make that. Or kill an NPC. That, very frustrating, but then again, when you play and you don't run into those guys, it's a really fun experience. So, it yeah, is... I, mean, I think that's the one thing about those types of PV the pvp style gaming is that there are people that are like that um i know that uh, in in eso there's a pvp zone and if you're and i mean you have all three factions there that's that and, city right uh it's in Cyrodiil, yeah okay i think talon um, was telling me about it last week yeah and uh and if a lot of times if they because it is a war zone and everybody's trying to take over, then they'll if they see a different color, uh, like little, uh, your your character glows a different color if you set it that way. Um, well, it, it's going to glow uh, just to show what faction you're with. Mm -hmm. And if they see a color that's not theirs, then they use it. a lot of times they'll try to attack. Uh, sometimes to their detriment, sometimes to because there are really good PvP players out there that can take a whole mob by themselves. <laughs> mm. And sometimes uh, they they'll I mean they just do it and just try to beat up on on the weak, you know. And it's and yeah, it's not it's not fun. I've never I that's I think that may be one of the reasons why I don't go to um, the PvP zone. Um, just kind of the fear of having mm -hmm. that happen to me um, when you die do you I, drop stuff or no? no no um i think if you go in the sewers you get talbar stones um i think that's what they're called and those you can actually use to purchase stuff in game uh and i think you lose um maybe 80 percent of your your talbar stones or something like that i i can't remember what they they if they've changed that or not okay um 
but that's in the sewers. And in the sewers, it's PVEVP. <laughs> mm. So you kind of have the the actual war going on, but you're still also fighting the environment. So it, it makes it a little more interesting, and hmm. it's yeah. Some type of thing. The Imperial City and the sewers are uh, amazing. I'm not much of a PvP person, but it is so fun going around and, you know, you'll run up against another faction and you're about to kill each other, but then there'll be like a, a wandering boss or something. And then you got to decide, do I kill him and then just get killed by this boss or do we kill it together? Yeah, um, there's a lot of Daedra and stuff going around in the, inside the actual city, so... It's pretty cool. Yeah, I enjoy it quite a bit. Um, all of Sirdale is really fun. Again, I'm not a PvP person, but like sieging, uh, you know, entire uh, like base, and it it's just really cool having you know 30 other people with you, and you're shooting these catapults and uh, just all kinds of stuff. It's really fun. I may actually have to try it since I actually joined a couple guilds now, so we'll see how that works out for me. Yeah, give it a shot. It is fun. Uh, I definitely spend more time questing and doing dungeons and stuff like that. Um, Orsinium, if you've tried Orsinium, that's another really fun one uh, for PvE if you don't like PvP. And then there's the Maelstrom Arena, which is basically like uh, it's an arena where you go and you just fight waves of enemies, and it is out of this world crazy fun it is i mean one of the funnest things you can do is that one kind of like uh like the arena in um in oblivion yeah almost exact obviously it's a little bit different enemies and stuff yeah Yeah, but it's same exact concept except for it's never ending and there's a there's a leaderboard to it some people go for that i never really focus on the leaderboards i just go and have fun but it's a great way to get experience you can get crazy awesome loot uh, there's actually I forget oh, that's the name. What of I was going to ask is, um, do you just automatically get the loot um, when you after you kill somebody, or do you got to go to the body and loot the body, even if like there's uh, enemies coming at you, or or how does that work? Uh, it were uh, you got to loot the body, but between every wave, uh, there is a few seconds, so. Uh, or more than a few seconds, you know, you have enough time to loot, and uh, there's a lot of legendary items, there's actually, I forget the name of it, but there's a couple uh, gear sets and weapon sets uh, that are dropped there, and they're only, and they're both, one's more based on Magicka users, and one's more based on Stamina users, and they're really good sets, um, Again, I don't know what they're called. I've got a couple of the pieces I'd have to check, but that's another thing. If you can get to Maelstrom Arena, I would do it. It is so fun. It's even more fun if you're doing it with somebody you know, uh, because it just, it's, I can't, there's just no words to describe how fun it is. What level should you be at to be there? Oh, yeah, you can be in there, I think, up to 12. 12 people, and the more people you add, the harder the enemies are, and the more enemies there are. Ooh, that sounds like fun. Oh, um, it's fun. Like, yeah, in, in Rothgar, I, I just, um, I, I found, like I said, I just joined a, a guild that's actually pretty active. And we went ahead and did uh, the, the dailies on in Rothgar, um, which that was pretty fun. Is that an endgame dailies? 
like when you're leveled uh, up or does anyone well, get dailies it, it kind of is because all the um all, all of them are vr16 um which is basically end game right now but the nice thing about that is doesn't matter what level you are the game has kind of auto levels you to that point mm. um so it, you may not be as powerful as an actual vr16 because you don't have the champion points or whatever but you and also plus the equipment and everything but everything does scale up so that it it's a little bit more fair so um just for curiosity's sake, if I decide to get back into ESO, I'll probably start it on the PC if nothing else. Um, what what uh, what do you recommend? Uh, you know, uh, what race or pact or whatever do you recommend people start in? Well, stole uh, my question, Victor. What's that? <laughs> you stole my question. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. What, what no? kind of character do you Perfect. typically like to play? Oh, you know, I, it really varies. I I don't mind pretty much any i i tend to default towards sword and board um <laughs> and with some archery thrown in but sometimes i play a mage uh but and i guess i guess uh yeah base, basic uh sword and board if you're like in sword and board one of the most popular ones and they actually got a buff in the recent patch uh do a the class is called dragon knight and Typically, the most popular race for that is a dark elf because they have uh, increased, they have like 10% increased fire damage. And uh, the Dragon Knight has a lot of fire damage moves, so they sync really well together. It's one of the most OP builds in the game. Uh, you see a lot of, lot of, I mean, just plain destructive Dragon Knights. Some people play more of a tank role, some play DPS. Um, it's a good mix of the two, but if you're more sword and board, I would certainly go that. If you want to be a little bit more support, maybe be a Templar, and you can, uh, which you know obviously is uh, uh, tank DPS and some healing, depending on what you want to do. And if you're a Templar, it's usually best to go uh, Breton because of their increased magicka, right. or something like a Nord if you're going to be doing. More well, I like dark, I've, I've played Dark Elves in other Bethesda games. What what was the class again? Dark Elf what? Uh, Dragon Knight. Dragon Knight. Dragon Knight, okay. Yeah, actually, I for me, I think the easiest class to play is actually the Templar because um, you can actually be a, a tank that heals himself as a, um, as a Templar. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, That's what I play as a Templar. Huh. Yeah. Okay. But, and for that, um, you say Nord or Breton? Yeah, depending. I took a Breton because I do more of the healing and Magicka-based abilities, uh, which I think does great on DPS and healing, and Bretons have increased Magicka. Uh, if you want to do more sword and board kind of thing, that's going to be stamina-based uh, for damage. So uh, anything that increases stamina. Some people do Nord. Some do Imperial because of the wide range of benefits. It just kind of depends. But uh, myself, I, I play a Breton Templar and um, V16, I love it. I love, because I can go do things solo and not have to worry much because they are, you. any class can be a healer, but right. they, they are, I mean, their class abilities for healing are supreme. I mean. Yeah, I like the one where um, basically you just, uh, every every dead body that, that you come across, you just suck the life out of it and, uh, and just refresh all your, your health. Yeah, all your health, and it gives you a boost to your magic and stamina region. It's yeah. that's a really cool move. 
and it heals everybody else around you as well. Yeah, there's a lot of awesome abilities for Templars, and it is they it is probably the best uh, class to start with. At least uh, to start with, but I mean, yeah. every every class, <clears throat> excuse me, has its strengths. Because um, I mean, uh, I've heard that you can make a Magicka Nightblade, which is basically like the Thief Assassin class, and they have some really nice um, uh, moves. Um, I know they're uh, I, I recently started doing the Assassin trait line with my um uh my dunmer um nightblade and uh i mean there there's moves where you go from like one side of the one side of the um area to the other just to do it to do a strike you can uh and then you start just um make yourself uh disappear and then attack and that that adds to your it's a ton of damage yeah yeah it's it's an autumn auto crit um and they have um moves where you sit there and you you sap life from your enemies as they're as you're um as you're hitting them as well as just uh a constant just um taking taking of life to yeah. really heal yourself while you're still fighting um and there's there's a, i mean it just depends on how you do your build because i've seen people dominate with all of them uh and so it's oh it's, yeah it's it's all about just having fun if you're not going to do pvp um if you're doing mostly pve i mean you have ebon heart pack you have the old mary dominion and you have the daggerfall covenant and you can do all of those and that'll take you a long time just to get through all those adventures plus there's all the little mini bosses throughout each world yeah um there's a lot of delves that you can go into just a lot of adventures plus um once you you finish with the main then you go up to um the cadwell's silver and gold yeah no but i'm thinking of um where you finally get to go uh fight malag ball um, oh yeah into into his world and that's all solo play yeah that's all solo play yeah. So, Talon, are you playing on a on a console or on a PC? Uh, I I play on PC only. PC, yeah. Yeah, I used to be a console player, then I ended up selling them all once I built my PC. So now I'm uh, one of those PC elitists. Yeah, yeah, welcome to the family. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if you want to join, actually, I was telling uh, uh, Jeremy, I actually have, and don't ask why, I have three accounts. So uh, if you want to try it before you buy it, I have no, two I already accounts. bought it. I oh, bought it like, the day it came out, but I, yeah. I haven't played it since since like three weeks after it came out. That's a long time ago now. Well, uh, if you want so. to, my brother, he's going to be playing it again because he got bored of CSGO, um, <laughs> and he likes it. That's actually why I have one of the extra accounts. Uh, and obviously, I love playing it. If you want to hop on and start playing, if you want to start a new character, uh, I got a low level character. I can start a new one with you, and I've already got some base gear, and I've got a crafter, so I can get us some um, decent weapons and armor. I mean, if you want to get back into it, just you know, say the words, and we'll, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll roll with you. I'm kind of a roll your own kind of guy, but I'll, I'll, uh, you know, let me let me see how it goes. I'll try yeah. try my own on my own for a while. Well, see what at the very about. least, if you need any help, like with gear or anything, or just any questions, just let me know, and I can craft you gear or just yeah, point you in the right direction. The, That's huge. Gear is a big help. Yeah. So, cool. 
Juan, how many hours do you have in the ESO? Do you do you know? <laughs> oh no. Um, I was unemployed when I. When oh I yeah, got that's it. yeah. So I have a lot. We'll just the, say that. The, <laughs> saddest, the saddest question for anybody that plays any Bethesda game. No, no. It's, I, I got to have, I would say, bare minimum 1,500 hours in ESO. And the reason I asked that question was, have you been everywhere on the map? No. That's why I asked the question because you can. Isn't that excellent? That is yes. one of the greatest things. Yeah. I've I've got around the same kind of play time, probably around fifteen hundred hours, and I've still I there's tw- I've still a double triple of the stuff to do, and they just keep adding on. I haven't even started the thieves guild, and that you know it's a whole another world. I mean, it's insane. Yeah, I'm I'm a bit of a completionist. Also, I kind of complete everything in one in one zone mm-hmm. uh, before yeah. I move on to the next one. So yeah. um, I got to the point where my character was too powerful for the zone, so I wasn't getting enough experience. So now I'm only doing the main quest line um, just so I can get up to a zone where I'm getting experience again. Mm-hmm. You sound just like me, Juan. I do the <laughs> same. I got to find all of the Mage Guild books. I've got to do every quest in that certain area before I leave yeah. it. And I ran into yep, and I ran into the same problem. I was starting to not get any experience, so it was kind of worthless other than yeah. to help my own completionist uh, rage. And uh, so I did the same thing. I just started doing, going off and doing the other things, and I have another character. I'm going back and doing things that I feel like I missed. And uh, well, the only only reason I'm actually doing that is because my character's um, VR 13s only. It's not, he's not a VR 16 yet. So I'm like, okay, let me at least get this guy up to VR 16. Then I'll come back and I'll just do everything that I haven't done yet. Even yeah. if I don't get experience, because I still want the experience of doing it. Exactly. Man, I wish you played on PC. I wish there was, pro- <laughs> they, they talked a while before it came out for uh, consoles. They talked about cross-platform play. And there's still some talks about it. I don't know if they've completely abandoned it, but I hope yeah. they don't because I would really love to be able to, you know, cross-platform, be able to play with anybody and everybody. Is Well, what's his name there from Microsoft was talking about that uh, a few weeks ago. At- Making the Xbox One a PC. Right. Yeah, yeah. 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 That, so that makes that me want to get one. That would be the only path, one. I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, I mean, that would yeah. be the logical path. The, the, the PlayStation is kind of an orphan in that regard, but I think mm-hmm. uh, Xbox could be, uh, um, you know, compatible in some ways with, with PC play. And wouldn't that be awesome? I love the idea of that, of it becoming a a uh, a console slash PC. I just feel like since it is Microsoft, you know, there should be a way to do it. And then it also raises the question that if they do it, what's PlayStation going to do? Because that would kind of put them in the uh, – I think – I feel like that would be a big bonus to have a console that's also PC-like. Oh, totally. That's what that, – like, it was Phil Spencer. That's what – that's yeah. exactly, I think, why he's he's aiming at that because yeah. it's, it's going to be their, their huge uh, step up yeah. over, over PlayStation, which is now – you know, the, the PS4 is still – the, the you know the, the yeah. dominant console of this generation. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you think um, that it caused PlayStation to want to reach out to someone like Mac to try to strike up a deal or anything? I doubt it. Uh, Apple would Apple would yeah. just say, Dad, no, we can buy you with chump change. We mm-hmm. don't need you." <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So, well, Spencer actually um, said 
uh, he wanted to do cross-platform because he, he said they were ready to go to be able to connect with Sony and with PC. Right. Um, but so why, he, what would be yeah, advantage Sony, Sony. That? What would what would be the advantage for Sony? That would sort of, they would say, I would think, uh, that, you know, there goes our brand, so to speak, that, you know, we don't, uh, this is our edge. We are mm-hmm. Sony. We don't need to be compatible with anybody else. Yeah, but I mean, there's probably a lot of people that are on the PlayStation that have friends that are on Xbox. They sit there and go, yeah. oh, I'd like to be able to play with my friends, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, it, it could be a, um, if, if they see that, the, that it, it starts to suffer a little bit, then it'll be something that they'll look into. Yeah. But it just it, it puts um, Xbox kind of in, uh, Microsoft in kind of the, hey, we sat there, we put it out there, we did this first. You're finally jumping on bandwagon, whatever you want to call it, and say, you know, and so it's it's a win-win for, for, um, for Microsoft and kind of a a lose or join for, yeah. uh, for <laughs> yeah. PlayStation. Maybe we should go to change.org and start a petition and just make sure yeah. PlayStation jumps on early and so they don't just wait to fail. They can just, you know, just get it over with. Let's do it. <laughs> Here's 100,000 signatures now. Do what we say. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, well, Tony has a history of listening to people like that, don't yeah. they? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, we don't... I, I, I'm Honestly, I don't want to see either... either, um, either one fail i mean because oh yeah right having having both of them be really really good is what makes competition really great uh they compete and that only people that win is us you know Mm -hmm. exactly because if sony does fail then why does microsoft want to do anything better or they'll want to do it better but they won't have anything against them saying hey we just set the bar higher now it's your turn you know yeah yeah um which yeah, is- I think Sony still probably feels like, and I, I believe they do, kind of have an edge in the exclusive game, you know, category over over oh, yeah. Microsoft, and so, so they're, you know, perhaps, uh, you know, just sort of resting on those laurels. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll see. It'll be it'll be fun if 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 Microsoft manages to to bridge the gap there. Um, it'd be a lot of fun. I might even make me buy one. <laughs> <laughs> As long as Bethesda doesn't um, doesn't go exclusive to one or the other, no. I, oh I'm, gosh, I'm, I'm okay with it. Yeah. <laughs> how many how many people would jump out of buildings if that happened? They would jump off consoles. <laughs> <laughs> I broke my ankle. No, they. Would, I don't think. Honestly, I, I seriously doubt Bethesda would ever do such a thing. Oh no, they'd lose yeah. so, a lot of mm-hmm. money. Yeah. So. Uh, Any more questions about ESO? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> or was that pretty pretty good? At least enough to sit there and make you more more interested in the game. Oh, I'm oh, yeah. I've been listening for the door to open and close, <laughs> knowing that the mailman dropped that off because I'm yeah, I'm chomping at the be bit. A, to... a long download. Uh, don't uh, tell me that it's, one. <laughs> it's it's I think it's um, sixty gigs. Yeah, I imagine even because my my discs are the original discs, whatever is on there is going to have to be updated seriously. So whatever, if I ever load it on, I'm sure I'm just going to have to do it last thing in the evening and let the game just update um, overnight. Oh, yeah, there's been a ton of updates and DLC since then. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So um, you just broke my heart, Juan. 
<laughs> I, I didn't even. And, yeah, and it's that's not, it's not plug and play. Uh, <laughs> no, I want to. Well, <laughs> what's, cry, but... what's your what kind of internet connection do you have, Jeremy? How how fast is it? It's not great. I think I'm at what twelve, maybe. I oh well, know. yeah, it's... that'll tell you. That's a definite overnight. I've got fifty here, but um, oh, oh man, and that's not. I mean, I had where I used to live. I had close to a hundred megabit um, on Comcast, which was really nice. Um, so. Man, it, it's crazy because I until recently I lived in the country, so the only internet I could get was like HughesNet, like satellite. Oh, and, ouch. oh my gosh, my download speeds were less than a. Me- I didn't even get one megabyte per. I was getting like two hundred kilobytes a second. Wow. And yeah, it when I first downloaded ESO, it was on that, and it took me like five days. Oh my god! You should have just gotten a fifty-six-six modem. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was. Or find a friend with a good internet connection and bring everything over there mm-hmm. for a little while. And... That's what I started doing for all the updates because they update like every other week, and I had to just start taking my whole build into town to use his internet, and such a pain. <laughs> and I definitely couldn't do PvP. You know, I would lag so bad, and yeah. so now I'm in town and I've got real people internet, so. I don't have a problem anymore. It, uh, I think the other question that um, you uh, you guys had was about the the DLC. Yes. Yeah, I wanted you to. Um, I, right. I've got and, a handle on it, but I, you know, explain it for everyone else for the gamers. Okay. So um, for the for the um, DLC, you um, it's not I, technically downloadable content. The, when you were telling me this. The other day in the chat, I just could not wrap my head around what was going on. I'm like, I, yeah, I, I kept on. Um, what about DLC? And you answered it three or four times. I just I didn't see it until did a little more research. Right. Yeah. Because um, basically, you have to purchase um, crowns uh, from the from uh, Xbox Store or wherever wherever you you have um, would be Steam or the PlayStation store and you would buy crowns and then while you're in the in the game then you can go to the crown store and you can purchase all the dlc content there's also other stuff you can purchase there um another thing you can do is all right back to dlc with juan all right so um with the dlc you um you've purchased your crown points you go to the crown store and you purchase whichever ones that you actually want for how many yourself. are currently out right now do you know um, there's, um, Rothgar, which is, um, uh, the orc, uh, city state or whatever you want to call it. There's, um, the Cyrodiil sewers, um, and there is the thieves guild. Uh, those are currently the ones that are out, uh, next month or May in May, um, the dark brotherhood is supposed to come out along yeah. with some more. More updates. Oh. They get rid of the um, well. So far, Champion they're, points. they're getting rid of. No, they're getting rid of the VR system, and it's oh, going to yeah. be just champion points. So I'm um, trying to get as many champion points so that I'll be basically. The one nice thing about that is all your characters share the um, champion points. So mm-hmm. once you reach level fifty with um, with your character, you will be uh, essentially they will um, have 
uh, same amount of champion points. So you, um, you'll have your end, end game character already. Um, and then you can travel anywhere um, in in um, in Nern that that's uh, available, as well as um, having um, what do you call it? Uh, um, God, I lost it. Oh, so yeah, you can you can travel into any any of the places that that you haven't been that you have been to there's ways to travel there because um if you're doing um if you're doing the thieves guild right now um i have a vr4 character that has to do a task in uh i call it grotwood um and i haven't my that character hasn't reached that level and it's not high enough level to be in that area because most of the um enemies are probably Mm. about um five or six levels above him um but as long as i'm sneaking i can get through pretty much anything and i'm i'm always willing to battle anything anyway so (laughs) (laughs) even if i die it's it's still it's still a good time uh so it'll be really nice because you won't have to do the grind after you after you finish your first character where you sit there and you grind it to get to the to uh end game so now every character once you hit um, level 50 and then hit what would be considered VR VR status um, basically all your um, previously earned um, champion points will get you up to that level so you don't have to grind with every single character that you have so That's then you good. can just go around and explore the world and have fun and do whatever you want because um, I think that's always the hardest part you do your first character, you do the grind, and it's it, that's still fun. But once you have to grind for every single character, and you can have up to eight characters in this game, you just sit there and go, man, I got to do this adventure again. I got to do this storyline again. Or I got to, I have to go through all this struggle to get this character up to the same level as my other characters. <laughs> And a lot of people, what they do is they'll just take their low-level characters and they join another group somewhere and they just have, go do exploring and do whatever. And they have a really good time and they level up their characters that way and don't even worry about doing any of the um, main quest lines. Or they, they do do the, the quest lines and still have a little bit of fun, but at least you don't have to do everything. Just um, do a little bit of that and a little bit of... Um, uh, any exterior type stuff and just have fun as opposed to sitting there going, oh, okay, I gotta, I'm VR one. Now I gotta do some more grinding, get up to VR two. I gotta do, and I mean, just doing, going to VR level is the equivalent of maybe, <laughs> I, I wanna say 10, 10 to 20 um, regular regular levels. So, I mean, it's, it's a lot of grinding. Yeah. I, I'm hoping it makes it a lot more fun and just more enjoyable without having to do the, the same grind with every single character. Sounds good. How uh, how much are crowns approximately? In- um, approximately, it's $1 for 100 crowns. So 1,000 crowns is $10.00. And a lot of times you you can see them on um, they go on sale. I purchased, um, I think I got ten thousand crowns at forty percent off, so I got them for like um, I think sixty bucks, like thirty thirty dollars. 
for um, for ten thousand crowns. So that uh, that gave me a, a lot of about a hundred dollars worth. So I I still have crowns left, and I'm just saving them for all the for all the content that comes out. Uh, another thing you could also do is if you don't want to do do that, you can just um, join, just do uh, the ESO uh, plus. Yeah, do the, yeah. the subscription, and as as soon as you do the the subscription, then everything that's available is yours. You're paying about is it fifteen dollars a month? Yeah, fourteen ninety nine a month, and you get okay. the you get fifteen hundred crowns every okay. month, and you right. get all the DLC, and you get a ten percent extra bonus experience. Right. It's really cool. I I use ESO Plus, so I don't have to buy all the DLC. And I get crowns every month, which is nice. I get like, you know, I'll get a new mount or uh, whatever. And then that 10% extra uh, experience is nice. Uh, I think it's worth it. It's, you know, for $15, you get 1,500 crowns. And for 750 crowns, it costs $8. So, I mean, you're actually saving a dollar and get 1,500 crowns and you get the DLC and you get the experience. So really, you know, it's yeah. just that you have to pay for it every month. I think, yeah. I think they got a lot of my money early on that I never, mm-hmm. never fulfilled because, I, you know, when it was originally subscription only, I think I had a subscription for like eight or nine months, but I only played the first <laughs> two or three weeks. And, and so, yeah. Yeah, I think for me, the um, the only thing about that is I think as soon as you let your subscription lapse – then you lose all the DLC content. Yep. And uh, so what I actually did is when I first got uh, ESO Plus, I didn't spend any of the crowns they gave me. And I actually purchased the DLC with those crowns just in case if something ever happened where I couldn't afford it anymore, that I would still have the DLC. So, yeah, it's kind of a toss-up. It just depends if you know you'll have that. $15 every month or, you know, so, and you can also buy one month at a time or you can do, uh, what is it? Three months at a time for, uh, yeah, you can do three months at a time for 1399 a month, uh, which it's $41 and 97 cents every three months. And you get 4,500 crowns every three months. And then there's the six month one where you get 9,000 crowns. It's 1299 a month. Uh, which comes out to $77, $78 every uh, six months. So, you know, yeah, in my opinion, it's worth it if you plan on playing uh, quite a bit because you get that experience and if you want to play the DLC. But, you know, like, like Juan said, it can also be a detriment if you start playing the DLC and then you lose your membership and now all of a sudden you can't play it anymore and that sucks. Yeah, I mean, I think um, the one nice thing about the whole thing is you still have the main game that you can that you can play, um, and there's still a lot of content that is available to you, um, even without the DLC. So, I mean, if you want to just go in and try just the main game and just do that, and just see if you like it and enjoy it, and then if you find that you're actually staying with it and it's something that you you could you could consider yourself doing a lot then you just go ahead and get your subscription or you purchase the dlc whichever one is more comfortable for you hmm cool 
<sighs> yeah, I, I was after I found out what the two different options were. I'm yeah, kind of on the fence on. I'd feel better not doing the subscription just because then I know when my money's going out. Right. But it seems like there's a pretty good incentive to go subscription. Yeah. So. Anybody have anything else? I think uh, we're kind of right around that magic hour mark. Yep. Nope, I'm... Uh... I'm all gamed out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he got everything out of me this week. <laughs> I will. Uh, I'll definitely try and play a little more Ratchet and Clank to report back. Yeah, I'd, I want. I want to hear more about that because that's that's a one that's on my list as a possibility. <laughs> I'm definitely interested. Yeah, I will uh, play some of that. Report back to you guys hopefully next week. Um, cool. So if no one else has anything to add, make sure you. Follow us on Twitter. Email us questions, concerns, topics at at asagametalk at gmail.com. Oop, no at in the email address before the name. Twitter, we're at asagametalk. Uh, we're on iTunes, Stitcher. Make sure you follow us. Subscribe, leave a review. I think we'll start uh, reading some reviews if we start getting them. I did get the email saying we are on Google Play, but I have not been able to find it on my iPhone through Google Play Music. So if anyone has found it, let me know that we're actually out there on that. Um, every time I do this, I forget 100 things. So I think I'll I'll leave it at that. If anyone else has anything to add, we'll uh, talk to you guys next week. All right. Thank you for listening to this episode of Game Talk. Be sure to check us out on the web, asapodcasting.com. There you can get links to all of our other shows, as well as use our Amazon banner. Click on the banner, go to Amazon, buy whatever you want. doesn't cost you a thing. Throws a little bit of love back our way for sending traffic to Amazon. We will also be donating anything above a set amount to the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation, a charity that is very near and dear to the hearts of those of us here at ASA Podcasting. Again, thank you for listening to Game Talk. Go to asapodcasting.com, check out our other shows. We'll talk to you soon. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.